Hi, Karen, and welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Hello. It is fantastic to be with you and your listeners. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Thank you, Belinda. Everywhere you could do so, I'm excited. But I am truly excited to have you on because it's something that I've just got a growing interest at the moment um, is LinkedIn. So tell us a little bit about you and your love of LinkedIn, really. Um, so I've been on LinkedIn since 2005. I was a really early adopter of LinkedIn, um, using LinkedIn to headhunt for people, actually. So way back when, it was a place where you could get jobs and it was seen very much as a careers platform. It wasn't about growing business. Um, as a recruiter, I, I won quite a few sales awards um, and that was by reverse engineering my success by using LinkedIn, not just to search for talent, but to search for clients. So went on maternity leave, um, was a bit bored on maternity leave. Husband didn't, I really wanted to go back to work. Husband didn't want me to abandon our new baby. Um, I not really had those discussions pre-marriage, uh, as you should. And not that I'm on your, your show to give marriage advice, but, you know, have those, those discussions before you get married. Anyway, we didn't have those discussions. So I compromised, um, or what I thought was a compromise at the time, and just started writing LinkedIn profiles from home. And, um, you know, it's just a side sort of hobby business thing um, to bring in a bit of money. And here am I 14 years later, and it's amazing. I'm really lucky um, to pinch myself. I've done sales training with some of the biggest companies in Australia, um, you know, flown around Australia um, twice with Telstra um, and worked with them for, for three years. Um, yeah, some of the biggest companies in Australia. And I write LinkedIn profiles for small business and, and small business owners, people who want to attract customers and you know sponsorship and, and that sort of thing which is what I'm here to do today to yeah. try and yeah you know because from what I understand I mean motorsports are really expensive yes. industry isn't it like if you've got this as a hobby it is expensive that's right of course we do have a hobbyist um but they too need money to go racing um <laughs> and if you can turn your hobby into a business and you can get people to sponsor you how oh that's just so important yep. so I love what you do I love that it's all about you know looking at it from a business angle and how can you you know recoup what you're spending on the sport yes and so with the profile right which I'm really interested in um I've always had this question around about what what context do you write in do you write it as a third person or do you write it as I the first person yeah how weird does it feel when you meet somebody and they talk about themselves like they're not themselves it just feels weird you know so I think that hangover from the the late 1990s of everybody talking about itself like it's not itself you know I mean you know my local um highway freeway thing here um sorry I lived in WA what do you call them and now I'm in New South Wales what do you call them here motorways um you know all the car people are going to be going I can't believe she can't even name that but you know there's a great big billboard on the side and it's about Jim Bean and it says you know Jim Jim Bean you know born in Tennessee raised everywhere and I think you know even Jim Bean is personified as a person these days you know products are trying to give themselves that first person voice so when you write a LinkedIn profile, it's got to be, you've got to use, you know, you as in talking to the audience and I talking about yourself. Make it personal. People like the personal stuff. Yeah, 
And so what's one of the first tips about getting started with LinkedIn? So as an athlete um, and a small business owner, um, is there an age requirement? Um, I'm going to ask so many questions now that are running through my head, but like, should they set it up as a personal profile or a business profile? If they've got like a racing team and an ABN, should they do both? Share us your wisdom, Karen. Absolutely. So you can have a company page, so you can set it up. As a, as a business and um, so develop your personal profile and then go and set up a company page. But trying to get company pages to get traction on LinkedIn is like trying to push water uphill, you know. It's just it's like trying to drive a car without an engine in it. You know, nobody wants to, um, you know, unless your logo is huge and really well known, people want to connect with people. They want to connect with individuals. So it's really important that you develop your personal brand. And, you know, your episode um, with Leanne DeFazio, gosh, she's going to hate yeah. me for this one. Yeah, how do I go? How do I go? Leanne DeFazio, it was top, top podcast episode. And I loved where she spoke about the importance of personal branding and making sure that people know you so that they can connect with you and and hopefully want to sponsor what you're doing and, and have their name on your car and, and that sort of thing, whether you're a, you know, driving cars or whether you're doing the karting stuff um and how old do you have to be you have to be 16 so you know you can still be in your last years of high school and you can have a linkedin profile and you might think but i'm not comfortable with it i'm more comfortable with maybe tiktok or instagram or whatever and, and i know leanne spoke in her episode um, with you about you know pick your channel yeah, try and be across a couple, but pick one you really love. And I think that's great advice because you do want to pick something that you like because otherwise you just won't keep it up. But what's great about LinkedIn is this is where business people are, you know, and so they're scrolling through their news feed, you know, and they might see, you know, you on the weekend, you know, talking about what you do or you might run a business it might be a full-on business you might just it might just be you on the weekend but if you can talk about what you do and you talk about maybe you know the the city you live in the area you live in you know stuff like that people are thinking wow it's only down the road from me yeah you know we should support that we could get on board with that you know so you're, you you want to be you want to grow that personal brand and you want to grow your network with the right connections of people who could be your potential sponsors. So number one is always think about, you know, what is it you want to attract? Yep. Oh, I can keep talking. Absolutely. Oh, I, just, I was just writing down what you're saying for the show notes. That's okay. I'll edit that out. Um, yeah, I guess one of the, the biggest pet hate or pet peeves I have on LinkedIn and any social media across the board is that when people are like, oh, hi, I want to race at the next race meeting. Can you sponsor me? Email me for more information. I'm like, and I'm sure you see those things as well during your research around this podcast today. Um, what's your thought about that? Because, again, they need to hear from the professionals other than me telling them all the time, don't write that, stop it. Don't pitch slap. Don't pitch slap. Nobody likes, I've just connected with you, and then, boom, you're being hit with a pitch slap, you know, a pitch slap being, you know, an instant sales message. Nobody likes it. You really want to build relationships um and so you know you can initiate 
a connection and don't say, I want to connect with you, so I hope you can be my sponsor. You know, <laughs> I, I'd like to connect with you. Um, you know, we share, we live in the same area. You know, we're both in the Hawkesbury or we're both wherever we are. You know, um, I can see you're a business here. I hope we can connect here. You know, and then like their posts, comment on their posts if that business is creating content, you know, if they're putting out anything. Um, and think about once they accept your invitation, Think about sending people a voice note and you can send a voice note um, only to people you're connected to. And in a voice message, you can you can actually pitch in a voice message in a way that doesn't sound like a pitch, but you've got to do it like a sandwich. So what I mean by that is leaving a one-minute voice note on LinkedIn and I'll, I'll talk through how to do that in case everybody's sort of going, God, what's she talking about? I'm still setting up my profile. I don't even know what a voice note is. So I'll talk about yeah. that in a second. But um, the, so you never want to pitch in writing because we, we're just so sick of written messages. I mean, how many more? Belinda, how many more emails are we getting these days? You know, I, I reckon everybody during the last couple of years has gone and set up an e-newsletter and, and good on them, but you know, every day I'm getting more and more email newsletters that I did not subscribe to. Um, you know, I get so many text messages that I didn't ask for. You know, we're just so sick of written messages being bombarded. Right. But what we do, uh, what we are missing in a society is personalization and mm -hmm. we're missing voices. You know, you're just not talking to as many people as you used to, you know, years ago. Many of us are still working from home or whatever, and you just don't have that interaction. So Leaving a voicemail, voice note for somebody is a really nice way of kind of asking for a sponsorship but doing it really subtly. And, and you want to do it subtly by having a sandwich. So start with a warm thank you and make it about them and end with a warm thank you and make it about them. And in the middle section, you mention something about what you do, you know. So that might look like, um, you know, so, you know, when you do your message, you take a deep breath in and you speak on the out breath. And that, that sounds really weird for me to say that. Like, here I am giving speaking tips. But, <laughs> but you know, the last thing a listener wants to hear is, is you going, because <gasps> that just sounds creepy and weird. You know, no <laughs> impressions here, you know. You want to do it. So you do a deep breath in, you click on the record button. I'll talk about that in a sec. And you say, Hi, Belinda, thank you so much for accepting my invitation. I look really thrilled to be connected to you. I can see you're a business, a local business in my area. Um, you know, it looks like you're doing great things. Now, I, I don't know if you've got a chance to have a look at my profile, um, but you can see, um, you know, I'm all about racing cars and, you know, we, we race down the local track in, you know, Smith Street. Um, you know, if you're ever able to stop by, it'd be great to sort of show you what we're doing. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, if that's ever motor, you know, if that's motorsports, if that's ever a thing that interests you, let us know. But just wanted to reach out and uh, and just thank you so much for accepting my invitation. It's really great to be connecting. Beautiful. Did that yeah. feel like a pitch, yeah. did it? No, 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 no. You know what I mean? And you actually, you actually want to stumble on your words a little bit. Like if it sounds too polished, yeah. you're going to sound like a salesperson. So, you know, if you're like umming and iring, awesome. That's great. You <laughs> not want to sound like a polished salesperson. So how do you leave a voice note? So you can only do it on your mobile phone. Once you've connected to somebody, um, so you see that they've accepted your invitation to connect, you just search up their name, you click on message, 
-hmm. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, you've got a tiny little microphone. You press on that microphone and it's going to show up a blue dot. You press that blue dot and it starts recording. Now, if you swipe the dot to the left or the right, it's going to delete a message. So, you know, if you suddenly have a coughing fit or, you know, the dog charges in or something, you just delete your message and it will say to you, do you want to listen to this message before sending it? So you can listen to it. So I think that's a really great way to ask people for for sponsorship. But you've only got, you can only do that the first time somebody accepts your invitation to connect and you want to go gentle, gentle and you want to do the sandwich and then maybe send them a podcast, a podcast like this. You know, yes. um, like, you know, I noticed you liked a couple of my posts or I noticed you commented on my post. I hope we can connect here. You know, and then you leave that voice note and then a couple of months later, you, you know, you've made a note in your diary, you're circling back and you say, you know, I I, I don't know, I, I got a feeling you might be into motorsports or something. Look, there's this really great podcast and I think you'd really enjoy this episode, especially at around 10 minutes. Here's a copy yeah. of the Linda podcast you know and you send that link to people and they go wow you know they they were thinking of me like do you know what I mean that's so right and that's why I always encourage the athletes as well to come onto the podcast to share their story and they're like I've got no story to share but I get it, it is because it's part of um, establishing your brand it's giving you PR and it's also getting a, a story out there once and it's something that you can repurpose on all social media platforms repurpose so thinking about you know but you don't just want to have you know your podcast oh this is a podcast episode I was on you know it can be somebody else's podcast you know I thought this might interest you so making it all about the other person and your messages are always about the other thinking about giving and it'll just come back and so Karen is there a special way technique formula algorithm um, for people seeking sponsors now with LinkedIn, I know before there used to be um, a third-party tool that you could utilise to help find um, contact names of potential like um, sponsors and so forth. But yeah, is there anything new in the LinkedIn world of being able to find potential sponsors? Um, well, I would just search with search for businesses. So third-party apps are are illegal um, on LinkedIn um, and can result in your profile being shut down. Yeah, um, so I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Some people will use them um, because they they feel that they're great time efficiency hacks, and they'll just say, oh, "I'm just going to keep using it until I, I'm caught," and then I'll I'll say, "I'm really sorry," you know. Um, but but it's not something I'd I'd recommend. Um, so I think in terms of finding sponsorships, it's just like everything in life. It's about mm-hmm. building relationships. So you know, use the search function. So when you look at LinkedIn and you've got LinkedIn open. The top left-hand corner, you've got a search bar. So have a look in there for, um, you know, if, if you live in a, the Riverina or something, you know, you're racing cars in the Riverina, you know, on, on the weekends. You know, like have a search for Riverina and then search companies, you know, mm-hmm. and then search location. You know, the search filters on LinkedIn free. You don't need to pay premium. Um, you certainly don't need to buy a third-party app. You know, you've got amazing search filters. So search for businesses that are in your local area, you know, and invite them along. Do you want to come along and have a look? You know, that's networking. <laughs> you know, build those relationships. You know, people do people do business with people, you know, so try and get them involved, you know. So just going back onto that um, people doing business with people, 
big theory. Um, um, high, high fan of that. Um, so we're talking about their profile. We, so we spoke about having it in the first person. What kind of content and things should we include in that profile? Um, so uh, when you say content in the profile, I think you mean the, the wording of the profile, the is summary, that right? Yeah. So not, not content as in posting, yeah. No, no, um, no. Yeah, in the summary. Yeah, so it's really important to talk about yourself like yourself. Um, it's really important to show your passion for what you do. Um, you know, if you're a, if, if this is a hobbyist, but, you know, you, you want to make money out of it, um, so you happen to be an accountant Monday to Friday, but, you know, Friday you're finishing early and you're down by the track, you know, yeah. say, um, you know, if this is not your full-time business, you know, then talk about both. You know, I, I've heard some LinkedIn trainers say, you know, you can only talk about one thing on LinkedIn. You absolutely mm -hmm. can't can't you know you don't want to talk about everything if you start talking about you know all sorts of different topics people are going to go what's this person on about but you know don't be down the track don't have something happen whether it's good or bad you might you might have some bad stuff happen you might lose a race and go geez you know I lost a race and you know I didn't get placed and and this is why and this is what I did wrong share that on LinkedIn you know people love stuff that they can, don't you reckon? They love stuff that oh, yeah. they can learn. So it's talking about sort of content creation. On That's your right. profile, you want to fill it all out. So talk about all your experiences. If you're doing volunteer work um, at a track or um, something like that, don't put it in your volunteer section because nobody ever reads your volunteer section. <laughs> and I, I don't think, I don't think your volunteer section ranks very high in the algorithm. Mm -hmm. uh, when I talk about the algorithm, there's a lot of different algorithms on LinkedIn. Um, so I'm talking about your relevancy ranking. So what I mean by relevancy ranking is when somebody's searching for somebody or a specific skill, um, the, so say somebody does want to sponsor, somebody is in motorsports, um, they will search for specific words. And mm -hmm. I think that if you've got words hidden in your experience section, I think that that can actually mean that you're lower down on that list in the search so I think you want to have them in your I know you want to have them in your experience section you want to make sure you've got your skills complete and you want to have your headline which is the bit that sits underneath your name mm -hmm. you've got 220 characters there so think about what's my core objective if this is your business you really want to talk about you know what it is you do and and what you like about it um again you know I think it's a big plus to sort of talk about I mean, you're the expert. I'd love to know what you think. I think it's a big plus to talk about the area you're in or where you race, you know, because people, you know, they're attached to locations, aren't they? You know, don't you think? Um, you know, so talk about sort of your interest and you've got 220 characters there, so make sure it's a really keyword-rich area, um, your headline. Your headline being the bit that sits underneath your name and the default mm -hmm. is that it's just your position title. So yeah. if you haven't changed that, um, you're missing a massive branding opportunity. Um, you also want to make sure that you've optimised your background banner. That's a fantastic place to talk about motorsports because it's, it's you know, it's 100% visual. It's prime real estate and it sits right behind um, your photo. So, you know, you can change that to a, a picture that you've taken, you know, you beside your car or your cart or, or whatever you've got going on, you know. Um, and you can put some branding in that and, you know, if you've got a company and a logo name, you know, you can put all, all of that. that got. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I think that's a really important bit to optimise. And can you go through the new video profile? 
pictures. I love that. Yeah, so the new profile video. Yeah, I think this is also a really great feature. So on your mobile phone only, you can't do it on on desktop. Um, Just click on your photo um, when you're in the mobile phone app. So click on me, as in you, um, bring up your profile and then click on your photo and you'll have a little plus button there. Mm -hmm. And that's where you can record a 29 second video. LinkedIn will tell you that you can record 30 seconds, but if you go one second over 29, it just won't load and that's so annoying. So, um, so set your timer, 29 seconds. So you've got 29 seconds um, to record um, a video where you talk about what you do and you might even want to show it, you know, so have something in the background that you can talk to or you can point to. Um, and I think that's a really great place to really connect with people because people do connect with people. People want to sponsor people that they feel are going to give them a lot of um kudos and and really going to highlight their business you know they might be the local mechanic you know and so that's completely aligned with their values you know to to sponsor you because they want people to see you out in the racetrack they might be you know the local architect firm but you know they're like i wish i could do that that's really interesting and maybe something in their something in their own marketing talks about speed or something you know like just sort of you're trying to sort of look for all of that sort of stuff that's and, right. We're um, always trying to make people to look outside of motorsports because obviously there's only so much sponsorship within those directly involved with motorsports. But again, they're basically selling that emotion and that passion. And like I say to all the drivers, it's like what you're doing is what most people would love to be doing. So yes, you need to share the wins as well as the losses so people understand that it's not all fun and games, um, that there's down times and bad times as well, um, you know, for their social media content. When it does come to LinkedIn um, content, is there any tips or strategies of what you should post or shouldn't post? Or if video, again, is it more video over text, hashtags, yes or no? anything like that regarding the social media. Um, You know, I just want to go back a little bit. I just love what you said there. People dream about what you do. Like they do. They do. You know, every second person on the planet is probably wanting to do what you do. Like they they do, you know. I mean, we all went and saw Top Gun a little while ago, a few weeks ago. You know, I seriously, my, my husband's so misty-eyed. He's like, oh, I always wanted to be a jet fighter pilot. <laughs> you know what he's like? You know, he's doing other guys. Things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, I you want to be, you know, the, the, the top gun of motorsports. You want to show them what it's like. Um, and also, um, I've been saying for years, oh, don't worry too much about photos, you know, with your, your text-only posts. Text-only posts will always get you really great reach. Um, so just focus on text, make sure you've got a bit of white space, you know, have a line, space, another line, space, another line. Don't like have a great big wall of text. Yeah. Um, make sure it's about five lines long. Uh, long. Um, try and have a couple of questions in there and buy a couple of questions. Again, I'm all for that sandwich idea. Start with a question. So what is it that people are wondering? You know, have you ever had a bad day? Geez, I have. So today I lost a race, you know, like tell a story. So um, so that first question is a question that something that your audience, the other person would be wondering, and that's the what you write last is that question. A question at the end as well is also really good in a piece of content. Um, and a question at the end just makes it easier to comment. Tell me, um, 
have you ever had a bad day? When was the last time you had a win? When did things not go? You know, like sort of, you know, so have a question where you just, even if you feel like you're just talking into the air for a while because nobody's commenting on your posts, it just makes <laughs> to comment. But for ages I've been saying don't worry too much about pictures. But you know what, Belinda, pictures are doing really well right now, especially when they're selfies. So get yourself a picture of yourself, you know, because people want to see behind the brands. They don't have to be airbrushed. So if you have got a really <laughs> big, you know, they really don't. You know, people think, oh, I don't have the budget for professional shots and you might be running a, a big schlick business. You know, you might be have a massive, you know, raceway and you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, we've got all this professional footage. It's great. Use it. But people actually like the behind the scenes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Type stuff. So yeah. So so I think those are doing really well. Videos are doing well. Um, but that I videos uh, yeah. yeah, they were doing really well, but they've actually been taking a bit of a dip recently. Um, and I'm still seeing quite a lot of long videos on LinkedIn. So you really want to try and keep them quite short. Um, I reckon still images with at least five lines of text, um, one of them being a, a question, you know, what do you think, encouraging it is really important. Hashtags are um, everybody's saying, uh, well, everybody, a couple of people who play pretty big on LinkedIn are saying that hashtags are going to become increasingly important. Um, but other people have also said that, you know, um, Content does really well, even when it doesn't have a hashtag. So, and there's some big players out there on LinkedIn who don't use hashtags. So, um, if you are using a hashtag, you want to try and just um, put hashtag um, and the words you're thinking of, motorsport or whatever your yeah. business name. Put it into um, into the search bar at the top, and you want to try and have um, ideally three to five hashtags, ideally that have quite large followings. Um, because there is this theory that content is categorised by hashtags. But of everything you've got to think about, you know, if you're listening to this podcast going, well, it's way too much to think about, of all of the stuff on your list, hashtags are, it seems at the moment, still the least important. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, we're also getting something news coming out soon. Oh, what's it called? Um, it's, a, it's going to be a really great feature. Um we don't know when it's coming out, but LinkedIn have formally announced it. And it's going to be, um, oh, the word of it's escaping me, um, but it's going to be where you can take little tiny clips of videos and mm -hmm. you can take photos and you can theme them all to music and you can do it all on LinkedIn. So all the editing. So, oh. and it's done. Yeah. So, um, so Canva, this design tool um, where you can design and make pictures look pretty. And, um, and LinkedIn have actually gone in partnership together and you can create these really cool videos. It hasn't been released yet, um, but that's going to be really amazing for your audience because you can take a whole load of different still images, change the order of them, and I think they're like 20 seconds long and they look like a looping video. Awesome. They're, oh, wow. they're going to be really cool. <laughs> and the reason why I think they're important is because when they do drop, when this new feature does come out, every time we get a new feature, your views are huge. Yeah. So when we got document posts, um, which were like, you know, like slider posts, um, uh, they were huge. When we got videos first came out, they were absolutely huge. <laughs> um, you know, when we first got 
articles and newsletters, you know, they were artificially boosted by LinkedIn. So you'd get huge number of views. So keep an eye out for that feature when it launches. Perfect runway into my next question is regarding the newsletter. So you mentioned before about everyone's emails being bombarded and text messages being sent. They do have that feature around newsletters. You've got nearly 16 or over 16,000 members in your newsletter. Um, yeah. Can you talk us through that feature? Is it, is it um, free? Uh, how does it work? So, um, so a newsletter is where you can produce an article on LinkedIn. Um, but you could have people subscribe to it. Now, now, that's not to say that you can collect email addresses. You can't. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a newsletter without having creator mode, but you yep. have to apply to it. So creator mode is where you are producing content on LinkedIn and LinkedIn will say, do you want to switch on creator mode? If you switch on creator mode, you will start getting more followers at a quicker rate and you will get lots of really cool little functions, including LinkedIn Live, um, uh, LinkedIn audio events are, are um, rapidly rolling out to content creators, um, and you'll get um, the newsletter feature and a whole lot of better analytics and all sorts of other stuff. So creator mode seems really great. Um, mm-hmm. The downside is it of it is that when people look at your profile, they don't see a connect button, they mm-hmm. see a follow button. Oh. So your ability to build genuine two-way relationships is suddenly stopped in the water. So I should have said stopped in the tracks, shouldn't I? That's what I should have said. Yeah, so suddenly stopped in the tracks. So if you do set creator mode, you need to have a habit of looking at who's followed you Mm -hmm. and sending them invites to connect if they're relevant to you. Like if, you know, they could potentially be sponsors or they might know somebody who might know somebody. Sponsor everyone. Everyone you talk to, we everyone you could, but they're more likely to be a sponsor if they're in the same country as you and that sort of stuff. If there's some sort of random on the, yeah, maybe you know. So, so just sort of thinking about that sort of stuff. So newsletter, um, it's just where you can write a really long article, mm-hmm. and it goes out to everybody who is your subscriber. But that would I, be beneficial for athletes. Um, to keep their sponsors up to date as well, like online. And can the sponsors um, repost that? They can repost that just by collecting the article link. Mm -hmm. So that's what's really, really great. So they can collect the article link, write their own post above it, and it can go out to all of their network and you'll get the subscribers. Um, So it is what I also really like about newsletters compared to um, receiving emails is um, I know there's this thing, oh, but you, you don't own it and you're building a house on rented land because it's LinkedIn and you don't own those email addresses. LinkedIn is not going anywhere. <laughs> it is increasingly giving more and more stuff, free stuff to people because it wants people on platform because it wants to boost its advert revenue. So it wants people to be on LinkedIn. So it's not going to die of an eye. You know, um, we've got uh, 840 million people around the world um, are on LinkedIn. We've got 12 million here in Australia. I mean, that's like 90% of our workforce. It's here in Australia alone. So, I mean, it's absolutely massive. It's not going anywhere. And what I like about it compared to email is, one, it feels fun. I get an email. I instantly think it's work, which is fine. I love what I do. But it's work-related, which is the good side. It's something to do with the kids. I get so many emails from my children's school. So I'm like, <laughs> or it's an invoice. 
yeah. you know, like a bill coming yeah. in or something, you know, a reminder to do something or it's spam. You know, so when we see emails, we don't feel excited about them. When we open social media, you can't help yourself but get a slight endorphin rush. You just can't help yourself. So it's a different emotion when you're on LinkedIn. And what I also love about the newsletters on LinkedIn is it's two-way communication. So when you see somebody has produced something, you can comment on it and say, you know, Belinda, I really liked what you said there. That was really interesting about keeping me informed about the latest changes about what's happening in the industry. And you can comment on it and you, Belinda, can come back and go da-da-da-da-da. Email, old school, top down, let me talk at you, not with you. Like, you know, I just, yeah, I think newsletters are the way to go on LinkedIn. Another feature that's very new is have you noticed the repost button? No, not yet. Yeah, so um, it's not very easy to see. Like this this LinkedIn feature just completely flew under the radar. (laughs) Yeah, so where it is, is um, when you just scroll through your newsfeed and you find a piece of content on there that you like, that's from somebody you like, and it's on brand with what you typically talk about. So think about, you know, maybe I'm an accountant Monday to Friday, but I, you know, race cars on the weekend. So, you know, I, I want to put out content about what, you know, about racing and that sort of stuff. You know, so you find something that's on brand, you click on share, yeah. And you might not have this new feature yet. It's still in rollout. And can you see the word repost? You click on repost, not share with thoughts, not that one. You click on repost. And what it does is it automatically posts that post, that piece of content, out to a select number of people in your network. But it gifts the original, so it gives to the original author all of the views. So they get all of the impressions, they get all of the views. So repost is a really great way of letting people know what is happening in the industry without you having to think, oh, God, what am I going to write about that? <laughs> like, you know, you can just repost it, you know. So I saw today a guy called Andy had reposted something that was by Richard and um, all I saw was Andy's name come up saying Andy has reposted this. So I just I just didn't really think. I just saw Andy's name first. So I thought the piece of content was by Andy. And I'm like, wow, this is so impressive. And I'm like in the comments going, oh, this is so great. I didn't know all of this. I just click um, publish. And then I just glanced up and I realised, oh, it's actually by Richard. So Andy aligned himself with yep. Richard, which was really good for his brand. You know what I mean? So yep. think about doing that as well. And that's where the feature section comes in under that course creator being uh, so, so repost is um is if you look through your news feed so your feed on linkedin nothing to do with your own profile nothing to do with content creator or featured um the repost is um a share without thoughts okay check that out well karen thank you for all that information today um yeah i've taken lots of notes so i'll put them all into the show notes and Wikipedia for everybody so don't stress around all karen's tips but do you have any last um, suggestions around about how they can shine on linkedin i do think the most important bit is the headline that we spoke about the bit that sits underneath your name you've got 200 character 220 characters there make sure 
that you do talk about what it is you're interesting interested about you know go into emojipedia um and uh you know emojipedia being a website where you can get little emojis from and take a picture of a, a race car or some flags or something you know put them in there like don't just do boring pipes nobody wants words they want to see pictures and talking about pictures have a background banner that bit beside you i know we've already spoken about it but the bit that sits behind your profile photo you know one chance to make a good first impression um you really want people to look at your profile and to remember you and you that's know, so it's great to do the profile video it's great to do all that stuff but just just get the basics right just have a great headline make sure you've got a couple of emojis in it and they don't have to be winky faces like mine um <laughs> and make sure you've got a background banner that talks to what it is you do like don't have a background banner that talks about the beach have a background banner that talks about your motorsports like you really want to be talking about it if you want to attract sponsorship you know, what is it they say? Your, your content tells, your profile sells. So make yeah. sure that your profile is is selling you and selling your business because it's an expensive sport and there are people out there, there are lots of people out there who want to do what you do. They want to live through you. So give them a chance to do that. Yeah, and just my tip is with those profile banners, don't wear your helmet if people want to see who you are. <laughs> I should have said that. Yeah, don't wear your helmet. You want to have your helmet under your arm. Yeah. You know, like how cool. I'm just going to go back to, to um, top, uh, top Gun, Maverick. You know, how cool does Tom Cruise look? He's all of like 60 and he's carrying his helmet and, and he just wow. looks cool. You can be, not just you can be, you are that person. That's you right. Know? Yeah, take your helmet off. Oh, well, thank you again, Karen, for all those insights. They're fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit about your services and how people can follow you and get in touch if they're needing their profile written up. Absolutely. Now, I do have that confusing thing, uh, creator mode, set on my profile, um, which means that when you have a look at my profile, Karen Tisdell, that's T-I-S-D-E-L-L, Tisdell, not Tisdale, Tisdell. Um, so have a look at my profile. You can hit the connect button. Um, I do have a profile writing service and a whole lot of stuff, but you know, just don't worry about that. I've got tons of free stuff. I have so much free stuff. So reach out, connect with me. I will leave you a voice note back um, once I accept your invitation to connect and I'll say, do you have any LinkedIn questions? Would you like any LinkedIn resources? And you need to say, yes, I want free stuff. And I will go, this is how you set up your profile. This is what you need. I've got so much free stuff. I create content to answer questions. So um, so reach out, connect with me. I'd, I'd really love that. I'd love to see people, you know, getting more sponsorship and, you know, letting their, you know, making more money in their business. We need the sport to thrive. We really do. Hence why I do what I do. <laughs> do. it's great to share the tips so thank you so much for having me on i really appreciate it and i hope it's been helpful uh, to everybody. Been if you're really a bit confused reach out let me know yeah so as karen said um, connect with her on linkedin i'll put her link uh in the show notes today but yeah let's make, go and see if the proof is in the pudding um connect <laughs> with her and see how that sandwich is made and and get some ideas and as um Karen mentioned she's got loads of free resources that she can also post up. In the show notes, um, Karen mentioned around the emoji feature, and I saw that you recently did a blog around that. 
sorry, I'm going to see if I can. It's on the featured page or something. It yeah. is on my featured page. Good fix. I was thinking about mentioning it earlier and I thought, oh, I don't want to be too sort of self-promotional. Um, but yeah, you, can, you can have a look at um, at my featured section. So it's easier to look on desktop than it is on mobile. But if you can look on mobile, you can look at the feature and you just scroll along. It's the third one along. And I've just got a whole stack of emojis because sometimes you don't know what it is you want until you see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you might go, oh, you know, I don't just want to have all cars. Maybe I want to have a little black dot or something. So I've just got a whole load of emojis and you can just copy and paste that. Um, yeah, so it's, that article's a few years old. I think a, I think I've clocked about 75,000 views on that article. So. Wow. <laughs> I know, which is really good. And we're coming out to World Emoji Day, you know, soon, so I'm going to be yeah. pushing it out. So I'll probably get another 25,000, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you again, Karen, for your time today. Um, everyone, please go ahead and connect with Karen. And thank you again. Well, thank you. Great to be with you. Yes, and please reach out anytime there's any updates with LinkedIn. We'd love to have you back on so we can all keep abreast on how to best uh, improve our profile and get sponsors. Fantastic. Thank you. Cheers, Belinda. Bye.